As parents, we are all juggling busy households. Sometimes life gets a little messy, and that's why I love Home Threads, the perfect blend of comfort and style for your lively household. Home Threads has everything you need to make your house a little more peaceful in our chaotic world. At HomeThreads.com, find furniture that's resilient as your family. From pieces that stand the test of time to kid-friendly organizing and storage solutions, we've got the essentials to turn your mess into a masterpiece, all at the best value. I have received some pots and pans, some pillows, and a beautiful lamp, and I can say I truly love the value, and they just look great in my home, and I enjoy them so much. So thank you, Home Threads. Head on over to HomeThreads.com forward slash mess and get a code for 15% off your first order today. Because life's messy, but your home doesn't have to be. Home Threads, where style meets the everyday mess. Home Threads, love where you live. Christian Parenting. Hey guys, welcome to Pardon the Mess. I'm glad you're with us. This is Cynthia Ganoff, and we're praying through the school year for our kids this year. And this week we're praying identity. And I can't think of a more core attribute to pray of our kids is that they know who their identity is in Christ because identity impacts all that we do. It impacts how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about God, how we love others around us, what we're willing to do, not willing to do, how we live every day. Identity is a big one. And if you're like me, you may think sometimes when you hear a lot of talk about identity, it gets a little bit self-helpish that you're good enough or you're not good enough or all these different things we hear. And I tend to be like, oh, here we go. It's going to get real self-helpy. But that's not what we're going for here, obviously. We just want to pray that our kids truly know who they are to Christ. Our verses today speak into that. It's Psalms 139, 13 to 14. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Think about that. If we could really understand, if our kids could really understand that God knit us together in our mother's womb, he created us perfectly. He designed us with intentionality. And in doing that, if we could say, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Wow, what a game changer that would be. But instead, there's all these other narratives that come into our heads, our kids' heads, these things that chip away at our identity. And I was thinking through this, and I'm like, what are some of the things that have shaped my identity through the years? And I think one of the things that shaped my identity in the best of ways is my family, my parents growing up, always, always supportive, loving me, pointing me back to the Lord, telling me they're proud of me, just that sense of being good enough and feeling heard and understood. But not everybody has that childhood, that background. I get that. But then I think about the places where my identity was chipped away at, where it was shaped in a way that was not from God. And one example, this is kind of a silly one, but it sticks with me. And there's many examples, many of which I wouldn't share probably, but there's one that sticks with me. And I was in high school and I overheard a group of kids that I really liked and respected. I heard them talking about me and going to college. And they're commenting on one of the colleges I got in. And they said, well, clearly her parents pulled some strings or she wouldn't have been able to get in there. And it's interesting that that small remark, off the cuff remark, was kind of a driving force for many years for me going forward from there. My years in college, and even to some extent, my years in law school, this need to be the top of the class to get the best grade, to um, work harder and harder and study more because I wanted to prove that wrong. I don't think I could have articulated that's what I was doing, but 
It was an identity crisis, right? And so what I want us to do is pray this over our kids. Paul Tripp articulates it so well, the importance of identity. This is his quote that I love. It says, identity amnesia leads to identity replacement. Let me say it again. Identity amnesia leads to identity replacement. And so for all those places where we forget, where our kids forget who they are in Christ, they start replacing who they are in Christ with other things. And I think it comes in the form of lies that our kids believe so often, lies that we've probably believed in our lives. Maybe we believe them now. And so let's just call them out. Some of the lies that I believe that our kids are listening to, they're hearing right now. And there's so many different ones. They're different for each of our kids. But here's a few that come to mind for me and my family. Um, lies we believe. I need to perform in order to be seen. And that's a big one, this whole performance idea. And as parents, I'm going to step on my own toes. But I think that a lot of times we feed into that lie because we praise things that are surrounding our kids' performance. When they make the right teams, when they have the right grades, when they get in the right colleges, all these things. And I'm not saying those aren't great things that we want to celebrate, but at the same time, we are sending a message when when we are always focused on the next thing our kid gets or does or, or whatever they're recognized for. And so that's just something I think about a lot. But here's another lie I think our kids believe. I'm alone. Another one is I'm not accepted. God only loves good people. And we'll air quote good because who are the good people, right? Um, and then our value is based in what we have or what we do. And what we have is a big one because we know with um, social media at their fingertips, our kids are seeing what everybody has and what looks good and shiny and they're focused on what they do not have. And so I think if we can identify some of these lies that our kids are facing, that they're hearing, they're believing either from the enemy or from our culture, whatever it is, and then we can counter them with God's truth. That's what we want to do. And so this week, that's how we want to pray over our kids. Let's pray scripture over them and pray these attributes of identity. And so this is not hard to do. I'm going to read some of the different places of identity that the scripture says who we are in Christ. So we can pray these for our kids, but you can pick those however you want to. But it's a quick Google search, really, if you wanted to do that on our identity in Christ. Um, you can find all the different things that God's word says about us and start praying those of your kids this week. But let me give us a few examples. I like that we can pray that they understand they're forgiven. I think that's a big one. Second Corinthians sub 14 says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Knowing that you're forgiven is a big one. Praying that our kids know they are heard. First Peter 3, 12, for the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their prayers. Another one is our kids are completely accepted. Romans 15, 7, accept one another then just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. Another, I think, really great verse to pray of our kids is that they understand they are gifted. So often our kids feel like they don't have anything to add to the world or everyone else is better at things than they are. And so 1 Peter 4, 10 through 11, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides so that all things they may be praised through Jesus Christ. And so these are just listing out some of the giftings that they have and how we use them. Here's another thing to pray over kids that they know that there is hope. Exodus 14, 14, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. 
Some of my favorite verses are right there in Exodus 14. And then another thing to pray over kids is that they're fully known, that they realize they're fully known. Jeremiah 1.5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Before they're ever born, God knew them. And then there's other things we've been praying that our kids know that they are strong, they're provided for, they have purpose, that the Lord is pursuing them and chasing after them, that they have value. These are the ways that we pray identity over our kids. We find those places where we know that they struggle, where we all struggle, and we start praying God's word over it and memorizing God's word and pointing them back to God's word so that they know their identity. I love this, and I've mentioned it many times before, but Priscilla Shire, when she was on the podcast a year or two ago, she talked about how she speaks statements of affirmation over her boys, that, you know, you are not followers, your leaders, that you are loved, that you are trusted. She just has these affirmations she speaks over her kids. And I think that's a great practice to get into with our kids as well, is speaking affirmations of identity over them. Because at the end of the day, this isn't just about them feeling good about themselves, or like I said, some sort of self-help type of idea. But we live in a culture that needs us to live with full acknowledgement of our identity in Christ. Because when we understand who we are in Christ, then we feel empowered. We lean on God to allow us to do the bigger things that He's called us to do. But if we're so caught up in what we don't have or what we're not good enough at, all the things, all the lies that we're believing and the lies our kids are believing, then we're not living fully for the Lord. We're not living in His grace, with His mercy, and for His bigger purposes. And so it's really, at the end of the day, a matter of getting back to what we're called to do, which is the Great Commission. And when we are secure in our identity and our kids are secure in their identity, they know who they're created to be. They know the power they have because they are a child of God. Then it's a game changer in how they live their days. And so that's why we pray identity over them. So let me kick us off this week by praying. Dear Lord, I thank you for this time together. I thank you, Lord, that you love us so much that you allow us to be a reflection of you, that we are a light, that we are salt because of you, Lord. You have given us the ability to change, Lord, lives around us by pointing them back to you. What a sweet gift that is. And so for our kids and all those places where they struggle, where they don't know who they are in you, we pray that you right now in this place will give them those affirmations of identity, that when they're feeling not good enough, that you will speak the truth and that they are more than enough because of you. When they're feeling that they are alone, that they know that they have your presence. When they feel like they are not heard, that they understand that you hear their every prayer and that you are for them. All the places where there's lies, Lord, in their minds, that you will speak truth. You will speak scripture over them. And Lord, for every person listening to this, every parent listening to this podcast, I pray, Lord, that we will know our identity in you, that you will speak truth into us, that the Holy Spirit will point out the places where we're believing lies and that we can overcome those with scripture. And then, Lord, through that, be able to help our kids as they work through the identity issues they will also face. And so for every child, Lord, represented, I pray right now that they will just have this sense, this overwhelming confidence in their identity. And all those places where it's been chipped away by things people have said or things we may have said or just where culture has led them, Lord, that you will replace that with your truth and your word. We pray that over them. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. 
All right, I know that was a lot on identity, but instead of just talking about identity, I think it's just important that we always go back to what scripture says and who God says that we are and that our kids are. And so take time this week to be praying that over your kids. And I'm just thankful that you were with us today. Next week, we're going to start praying accountability for our kids. So I'm glad you're with us. I know your days are busy. So as always, thank you for joining us as we pardon the mess. Mm -hmm.